And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's a comedian and actress who wants you to know that it's okay to wear Vans if you're not a skater. It's Betsy Sodaro. Tone Zone is here to give the following statement for epidemiologists with news about the new variants. La la la, I'm not listening to you. La la la, I'm not listening to you. I'm her husband Daniel saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little fruity pebble Easter eggs. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon by Lisa Lowry. I don't even think I've ever seen a fruity pebble Easter egg. I'm not the biggest fruity pebble fan, so I don't even know if I would. Oh, you know what I bet it is? I bet it's like a Rice Krispies treat, but made out of fruity pebbles in Mm. an oval shape, to which I say, no, thank you. But I appreciate that being sent in as a carbohydrate on Patreon. I am on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Uh, Patreon. Behind the scenes content. <laughs> bonus episodes of the Friend Zone. That's my Patreon podcast. There's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. You can see videos of the Thursday show. So right now, what's happening right now? the fact that I'm not wearing black, and we'll get into that. You can see that. Um, and uh, other fun stuff that I'm forgetting right now, but it's... it's, it's they know. They know. It's <laughs> F-U-N in all caps with multiple exclamation points. And if you subscribe for a year, an annual subscription, you get two months free. Okay. That's a good deal. Uh, I would like to say hello <laughs> and welcome to my guest, Betsy Sodaro. Hello. Welcome uh, back. Hello. Thank you for having me. Delighted to have you back. Oftentimes uh, we see you in one part of your room. Now we're seeing you on a couch. <laughs> yeah, I'm lounge. I was saying I just felt in the mood to lounge today and while doing this podcast. I love that because it means you're going to be more loose, more relaxed, more loungy. What if I just fall asleep the whole time? That's great. Daniel literally told I me. Do. He, oh, no, really? <laughs> he no, he, I don't think he's fallen asleep while doing the show, but he told me that he fell asleep while listening to the show, which made me feel oh, great. All the time. Mm. Literally fell asleep while listening to the show. I mean, but it could be that say, like that calming, safe feeling, you know? I don't think that's how he meant it. <laughs> Was it, Daniel? No, I mean, uh, I don't remember. I think it was just boring. No, I think it was... <laughs> I think it was more like I was exhausted and I would have fallen asleep to anything. So. Right. Um, okay. I'll allow that. Daniel, oftentimes. So we have gotten into a bad habit. Tony, don't worry. I'll introduce you in a moment. Um, <laughs> or will I? I don't know. That's the tension. That, <gasps> that That's the, the motor that this show runs on. Um, <laughs> you know, I used to work uh, at magazines and newspapers and stuff. And one of my editors told me that every story... Or every, I can't remember if it was every story or every person. Uh, there was like an 
an engine that that runs them and you just got to find out what that engine is and the, the engine that runs this show is will i enter it like when will i introduce tony i think everyone's just biting their nails wanting to know but anyway what was i saying <laughs> oh yes so i typically put owen to bed and daniel typically puts elliot to bed even though the advice given by people who give advice is like if you're going to do it you know switch back and forth so that the kids get used to both parents doing Uh it but somehow we've sort of fallen into this pattern and so now when we try to trade each kid is like no i want daddy or no i want mommy which makes each of us feel both good and bad but anyway so sometimes daniel will go put elliot to bed and then i'll look at my watch and i'll be like it's 10 o'clock how long is this taking and then daniel will wander out very bleary-eyed and he's like i'm sorry i fell asleep so i understand though it is a very sleepy experience It, it happens from time to time. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, like you know, your your the whole goal is to lull someone to sleep. Yeah, you know, you're gonna. It's effective often. <laughs> Sometimes I'll. One of my techniques is uh, when I'm. We'll do three books, and so with the first book, I'll match the energy. Right, it'll be like bye. You know, two characters. <laughs> yes. The second book. You know, slow it down a little, just very subtly. And by the third book, there's like, it's longer, pause, <laughs> like this. But that, oh. yeah, I self-hypnotize. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Have you ever good. found yourself when you're trying, like, when you're trying to go to sleep to be like, oh, I should use, <laughs> I should use some of that for myself. I mean, I don't have any problem falling asleep. Okay. But that would be, <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe ask Allison. Yeah, what do you do when you have trouble sleeping? I look at TikTok. Do you think that's bad? Oh. <laughs> I what do. do you I look, look. I reach like, for my phone. It's so bad. But sometimes if I am, I'll be like, Allison, you can do this. And I'll close my eyes and I'll like make myself take deep breaths. And okay. Calm myself down. And sometimes just to be just a full ball of cheese, which I am, I've taken to cannot believe I'm going to say this out loud, but I have <sighs> taken to, let's just get in a cheesy place. Let's just get all cheesy. lounge. We're all going to lounge on Betsy's couch. Get cheesy. I will imagine wrapping my arms <gasps> around myself. Oh. I pull myself into an embrace and I say encouraging words to myself oh. Oh. and I soothe myself and then, then I feel better. Because sometimes that's what I need. I need a hug from me. Yeah, wow. that's so nice. <laughs> that wasn't even the Betsy drop. That's <laughs> that so was the real nice. Betsy. That's the real me. That's so nice. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> so nice. The part she's leaving out is that she has me wear a mask no. of Allison and embrace her. It's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's like strange. a creepy, like uncanny, like close enough, but we, ugh. Did that's scary. I have Daniel wear the Elizabeth Holmes mask from the dropout. <laughs> Did you watch that? Becky? I haven't yet. I'm so oh, excited. It's though. so good. There's a scene where they're all and I, I have to assume this happened in real life, too. Right. Where they're all wearing these ma- these Elizabeth Holmes <gasps> masks. And it's so creepy looking. Ew. It's so creepy. And then she wears her own mask, which like the symbolism is yes. very uh, kind of heavy handed, but good in that. Ooh. Anyway, I would also like to say hello to my husband, Daniel, who's also been talking. Hello. Oh. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the show. 
How's it going? It's going well. I have about 15 minutes until I have to drop off. No. Oh, really? That's it? It's 4.45. Well, she she can stay till 5.15, she said. Oh, okay. A half hour then. Oh, my God. Ooh. So not <laughs> only is the engine that's running this show, when will I introduce Tony, but we <laughs> only have a limited amount of Daniel. So right now it's 4.45, and uh, I think you can stay till 5.15, but you mm. may need to be involved in childcare at around 5. So, yeah, we don't have you for very long. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Some say a limited amount of Daniel is the right amount of Daniel. I don't know. <laughs> some, some say. We need to make say. the best use of Daniel. Hello, yes. Tony. Hi. <clears throat> Welcome Woo! to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got short, uh, short amount of Daniel today, and I feel terrible, if you can't tell by my voice. Yeah, so. what's going oh. on? Uh, I just it's just a cold, but you know I haven't had a cold in over two years. Right. I, I did I did test. It's not it's not COVID. It's just a cold. But yeah, I don't know if this is like an especially bad cold or if it just feels especially bad because it's been so long since I've had one. But um, yeah, it's been a uh, not that fun of a couple days. Oh, what are no. your symptoms? Um, just like runny nose and and coughing and you know the normal stuff um it's nothing i, I just kind of like yeah, ears popping in my head just feels like it's floating Ugh. you know that kind of thing yeah yeah any fever so, or anything no no fever but just feel worn out and just yeah. been laying around doing a whole lot of nothing yeah mm, poor tony so, yeah gonna bring some some real energy today <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, you mentioned that the funny thing is that you feel worse than when you had Omicron. Yeah, like oh, wait, wow. I'm not. And yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not discrediting the uh, of course the uh, yeah. pandemic, but uh, just yeah, Omicron for me. I know not everybody, but for me, it was like next to nothing. I just had like a, a slight sore throat and extremely mild congestion. I think for most, I think for many people who are vaccinated. Yeah, Omicron is very mild. A lot yeah. of the variants aren't, but that one it seems is. So yeah, yeah, it um, was it was almost nothing. But this has been like, oh yeah, I would I would rather just get Omicron again. <laughs> yeah, you feel better soon. I know you Thank missed an in. So I did my first <laughs> yeah. in person recording yesterday, a rare Sunday recording with Carly Wiesel, theme park journalist who just won an oh. award. A, a, a big magazine award for a story she did about this rivalry in Utah about there's these special uh, sugar cookies with pink frosting on top. And there's like a couple different places that claim to be the or the originator of the cookie, although she feels strongly that it's this like gas station rest stop called Dutchman's that originated them. And now this place called Swig, which sells like dirty soda, dirty Diet Coke sodas that also makes them. Um, she feels that Dutchman's is the true originator, but they're very popular. Crumble also makes them and they're like everywhere. But anyway, she did this story about uh, kind of tracing the origin of them. She won a big award for that. And she was on my show. That was great. It was in person. Tony has promised to pay me if I will record in person again per Per episode. episode. So bottom line wise, Tony, I feel like it was good for you. Bad for me. Yeah. It's just like how, uh, how, uh, great of timing was that we're finally, we finally do another Uh, in person and that's, then I get sick. I know. So. Oof. 
What are you gonna do? Poor Tone Zone. Yeah, you know. Hey, I'll live. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna make it though, guys. Okay. Yeah, good. yeah you got this. Thank you. You got this. <laughs> so Eat a lot of soup. That's all. Yeah, how do you feel about soup? I don't even know if I know Tony. I know oh. how you feel about cold cuts, but I don't know if I know how you feel about soup. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not opposed to soup. I don't have it that often, but uh, def- I've definitely had some soup in the last few days. Okay, just do the standard uh, chicken noodle when I'm good, sick. Good, yeah, definitely soup weather. Yeah. Oh yeah. It wasn't a couple right. days ago, but now it is. Uh, yeah. yeah. Betsy, how do you feel about soup? I like soup. I was actually just in Santa Fe for a wedding. And we went to this really awesome, fancy restaurant. And uh, the woman who recommended the restaurant, she's like, and I feel crazy when I'm going to what I'm going to tell you. But you have to get the soup. I never tell people to eat soup, but you got to get this soup. And it was incredible soup. And it was like, so it was where they tell you like how to kind of scoop it because they're like, you need to get every layer of it to get like what the ultimate taste was and i can't even de- i can't even describe it to you it was so delicious but it, it was the best layers? soup i've ever had in my like life yeah yeah it was yeah it, and you know what what the very top layer was like cocoa powder Whoa. and you're kind of like what am i doing what am i doing this feels nuts but then you get in and it was incredible. <laughs> I am so curious about what kind of soup. Yeah, this like what were some you know, of the it flavors? It was it was the chef special. I should just look up what it was. It was the chef special. I bet because it was Santa Fe, there was like green chili. Yeah, was it, involved. Yeah, yeah. You know, it sounds yeah. delightful. This it does was, sound like a special soup. Was it spicy? It was not crazy spicy. One of the layers was like this like kind of foamy stuff. Oh, it was really a good. A foam and a soup? I just don't <laughs> yes. know about this. I don't know if my mind can handle this. I know. You're going to be like cocoa powder foam in a soup. No like way, a- no how, but it was incredible. That's a bridge too far. No, and I'm progressive. No, no you got it. You will, you will try this soup. Okay. In your lifetime. You, I hope. So you were- snack chats. Thank you, Tony. Is, I mean, is, Wait, is soup a snack, though? Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, For some when people. When were you in Santa Fe? Uh, this weekend. Hmm. And I were had it sh- on were, Friday. Were you shooting Better Call Saul? Oh, no, they're in Albuquerque. I was not. I was there for a little wedding, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just a pure pleasure trip, man. How fun. Oh, let's go. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, which one was that? Real life or the thing? Huh? I use those so much and it's weird when you're here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it was cool. Santa, like Santa Fe is pretty cool. It was good. Yeah. So Daniel and I, we went on, a, and, and, and the children, we all went on a trip and we are back now. Uh, and I ate soup on the trip. So, you guys, I know that you weren't setting this up to go into the story of me eating soup, and I also did not intend to belabor the story of me eating soup, but I just, because I did eat soup on the trip, and also, Daniel told, he, he had, he made me guess, like a (laughs) trivia question about soup, so really, this was like, (laughs) this was like a a soup-themed trip. And I'm debating whether we should spend show. 
I'm debating whether we should spend time going through your soup trivia question because it was like a long. We can do it very fast. Chunk of my night that I'll never get back. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I, when I'm having dinner with you, it's all about like how do we fill the time. <laughs> right. I, it's just about filling time till we die. Right. Uh, Okay, I was in Japan in 87, so this may be not true anymore. When I was in Japan, there was one thing that was served at almost every meal, uh, and it was an American dish. It was a soup, and it, it was they were like obsessed with it at the time. And I, I sat there, and I made her guess, and it really took a very long time. She didn't guess it. Uh, still we'll just go around the horn oh. and see if you guys can guess it. Yeah. It's a soup. Uh Let's get some quiz it, sounds, Tony. <laughs> Look, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not exactly sharp today. Let, let me post. Ooh, that's good. Who wants to be a millionaire? Nice. Okay. It's a soup. Japan loves it. In or 88. did in the 80s. <laughs> Clam chowder. Tony. And you said it's it's not a Japanese soup; it's an no. American soup. Uh, this is going to be wrong, but I'll just I'm just going to say tomato soup. <gasps> oh. No, you were close, Betsy. Yeah, corn chowder. Corn chowder. Not a soup you think of very often. No, they loved their corn chowder. Wow. Okay. Yep. yep. Now but- imagine spending forty 41- one. <laughs> minutes or so trying to guess that with someone going you're so close no meat no i told you no meat it's got in it chicken noodle no meat every moment every moment that we were having that conversation there were other conversations we weren't having that's true yeah so uh yes we we took our first trip since the whole pandemic we went to hawaii it was lovely yes we are fancy people although this new repugnant who put this thought into my i don't know this new like repugnant thought has just seized my brain and here's the thought and i don't i I shouldn't even admit it because it's gross it's just a like this is the thought that has now I've become obsessed with, and it's this one. Why don't we fly first? How do we get to be people who fly first? Because we're just people who fly coat. I mean, I practically, I practically, because it's expensive. I, that's why we don't. Yeah. I know, but I practically fly in the overhead cabin, and it's uncomfortable up there. <laughs> so my new thought is like, how do we get to be the kind of people who just lay flat? And travel around the world. I feel like when you have a rambunctious three-year-old, uh, oh, you yeah. have carte blanche in coach. Like, I'm sorry, you do not get to complain when you're in coach when my three-year-old is carrying on as much. I mean, I get it. It's annoying. But, it, you know, hey, it's coach. Uh, I didn't even think if, about that yet. But if you're in first class, I'd feel really right. guilty because yeah. everyone... Most people don't pay full price for their first class ticket, but you get it. Like it's I totally- didn't even think about the fact that, like, I think, yeah, you could be put in, you could be thrown in jail for bringing a three year old into first class. <laughs> like there was a world class dipshit that was sitting in front of I'm us. I'm still angry about this. <gasps> this fucking oh. dude, he was sitting on the aisle. We had the row mm-hmm. behind him. Okay, so he we're one row behind him. 
uh, the, the kids were across the aisle in the row behind him. And this dude, like, oh, you know, Owen's three. I mean, mm-hmm. he's like, you know, he's a three-nager. He's like screaming. And he's like, ah, every night. And every time Owen would scream or whatever. And by the way, it's fucking loud in there with the engines. We're right over the fucking wings. It's not like. And he it wasn't like screaming. nonstop screaming. He just no. likes to but every experiment time he would with just volume. Do that, like, thing where he turns his head towards Owen with a like are you it really is this gonna go on Whoa. Like, fuck you <laughs> fuck you By dude. The guy, this guy did not look like he was about to lean over and ask for some great poupon or something he had his <laughs> shoe, he had bare feet and he, he was walking around he was just Ew. walking around the plane burping, burping into his mask I swear Ew. he was pretty well, drunk so I watched this this fucking oh. head turn you know I'm watching this head just turning every now and then like what and i get up and and what is fucking rockefeller doing What's it, what is this captain of industry doing that's so important he's looking at pictures of cars on his phone oh god he was also playing a car game on his phone i'm sorry are, did i disrupt your precious looking at old pictures of corvettes oh is that you need total concentration bare feet mm-hmm. it that's was icky. so awful yeah, that bums me out. Whenever I see anybody just getting into bare feet on a flight, I'm like, "What the hell?" I'm also a little like, "How? I want to. What is it like to live like that? <laughs> like, <laughs> so free. Yeah, to just not truly just be like, yeah, I don't care that this is nasty at all. Like, I wonder what that's like. It's true. Something. Yeah. Something. Um. We should drop him in the middle of the ocean and and then see if, uh, <laughs> see if he can make it back. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a fun trip, though. It was fun. So Otherwise. let's talk about this moment. So we're on, I think it was the first or second, I think it was maybe the first, because we got in kind of early. So I think it was the first day when we were walking around um, near like this little sort of overlooking the beach. And Daniel was talking about, so Daniel has taken up jogging. And his intention was to continue jogging in Kauai. And he yes. did it a couple times. And Daniel, you were telling me that you had asked the concierge at the hotel um, for jogging routes. And they they didn't give you as as much help as you had hoped for. Boy. And then <laughs> we um, we saw like a bunch of sticks on the beach in this Logs. like formation. What would you say? It was big. It was like a big bonfire. Yes. It looked like a big bonfire. It almost looked like a yeah. funeral pyre. Yeah. And we we joked that they were going to... Were, were you and I making the joke that they were going to sacrifice someone? <laughs> yeah, it looked like you were going to burn someone at the stake. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, um, but we've been talking about jogging. So then a a runner runs by and I say, I bet she would know. And so next thing I know, Daniel is asking a group of people in front of us, what are those rocks for? Are Lo- they going to what logs, whatever, what are like, what is this information on the beach for? <laughs> are they going to sacrifice someone? <laughs> when I meant ask the jogger, what are, <laughs> who the other like he asked the wrong person the wrong question 
I meant ask the person who ran by us, do you know good jogging routes? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it wasn't the order of conversation. We're talking about jogging. And then we talked about human sacrifice. And then you said you pointed. And by the way, so like it's a it's a path curved. And if you point, if you were to draw a straight line from her finger, you're going to hit like three different people. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. Right. Like, so I thought she meant the person that looked like they worked there. All right. Like they were setting up for a luau or something. Yeah. I didn't think the people you were talking to. I assumed that she was referring to the conversation we were having in the moment, not a conversation we'd had 10 minutes earlier. And so that's why I made that assumption. (laughs) All right. So it's that. Uh, what you learned? What learned? What did you learn? Hey, what you learned about that fire thing? <laughs> I, as I recall, uh, they didn't pick up on my joke. Yeah, I know your joke about and sacrificing then, people. So then I was left. I wanted to be like he, he was just kidding. He <laughs> no, no I, rep- I repeated it. <laughs> I know <laughs> you, you. I make sure double down. Oh, they didn't. They didn't laugh at my corny joke. They must not have heard her. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I better say it louder and more aggressively in their faces. Wait, wait, exactly. Wait till there's an uncomfortable silence and then repeat it, <laughs> which is what I did. And they looked at me like, and then I realized, oh, they might think I'm making a, like a racist joke or something about oh, God. Like, native Hawaiians okay. making human sacrifices and oh. not at all what I meant. So I was just like, I hustled the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still somewhat pleased with myself. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, Sign up for I Patreon know. so you can see how uncomfortable I look. <laughs> That's not what I meant. It's not Patreon. What I, meant. I know. I wouldn't have made the joke if that had even occurred to me. It looked like, honestly, it looked like you were just going to tie someone to a stake and burn. Yeah, a witch. A witch. Associate with Hawaiians. <laughs> Yes, at this we had gotten up at five thirty in the morning to get to our flight. So at this point, we had been up for what felt like many, many hours. At that right. point, making this joke seemed to Daniel like a good idea. Right. I mean, I I don't care. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I'm starting to embrace the awkwardness. I feel like if I make uh, a joke that doesn't fly with the person that I just ran into for the first time. Um, Either they're going to laugh and that's great. Or they're going to want to get the hell out of there as quick as possible. That's great too. (laughs) Yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Wait, how is that part great? I don't really like other people, especially strangers. (laughs) And especially if they don't get your joke. Yeah. Lighten up. But who doesn't love a good human sacrifice joke? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to meet anybody who doesn't. I know. <laughs> Get them out of here. <laughs> right. With our remaining Daniel time, I'm trying to think of what other highlights from this trip we need to tell. Daniel, can you think of any? I tweeted about it. We're on the, there's like a <laughs> beachy lagoon they have there where there's like sand, but it's like not really the beach. And so you got all the like lounge chairs and like a bar behind. And it's just nice. You know, it's yes. Hawaii. You can hear mm-hmm. the waves. Like right in front uh. of you is the ocean. So you hear the waves crashing. It's very peaceful. And then all of a sudden I hear fucking country music. And like popular 
popular country music. Not uh-huh. like like not modern like Hank country Williams, music. yeah, Patsy Klein. No, no. Like like, you know, go get my truck and a boom and a stomp and a boom and a boom and a trump <laughs> You know, and it's just like and it's just going on and on. It's like, what fucking jackass <laughs> is making me listen to country music? Country music. Like, like I fine, if you have to have music, play Hawaiian music. Play something right. that is like gonna put me in the mood, but country music and and just I kept thinking about like what is this mentality like do you just assume everyone loves this shit ass music like <laughs> what is going on so I stand up and I'm thinking it's like oh this has got to be some party or something going on it's literally the guy right behind us he's got a little portable speaker. oh and I stand up and I go and you know he, clearly he he knew right he registered I was like ready to fucking <laughs> take a baseball bat to it and he goes I didn't even say anything. I looked at it and he goes, well, they didn't have any music playing at the bar. <laughs> like, like I was going to go, oh, okay. Yeah. You know what? You're right. I have to always have shit ass music playing in my ears at all times. <laughs> yes. Thank God for you. Thank God for your ass playing it for me. Uh, and I just gave him a look like, what? Who gives a shit? And he's like, okay. Turned down. No one else had a problem with it. It's like no one else said anything. Nobody else said it. Just you have headphones, man. Yeah. Oh, this does remind me though. <clears throat> so I was at the pool and I put in my AirPods. And AirPods, they're called AirPods, right? Earbuds. Yes, yes sure. AirPods. The little earbuds that uh, connect via Bluetooth. Yes. And then I, I uh, watched my precious TikTok for a little while. <laughs> And then I was listening to River Butchers. I've been trying to find the Comedy Central, the recent special, but I found um, the whatever album is on Apple Music. So the most recent one, but I think it's from 2021, but I was listening to that and it's very funny and it's kind of, it's fairly off color Um, and listening to it, I I was probably like, 25 minutes into the album and then daniel comes up and says who was that was that greg fitzsimmons who greg has kind of a high voice um and i'm like no that was river butcher could you hear that out of my earphones (laughs) and then he's like no and then i realize oh my god I had, I was just listening to it full blast out of my phone. And also I had my earbuds in and I look around and it it, it was pretty crowded around the pool. But the crazy thing is no one said anything to, I felt, I just sat there like, oh my, I wanted to like go up to people and apologize. And then Daniel said to me though, that it's loud enough there that probably no one, they probably heard. Also, it wasn't like. You couldn't really hear the words. You could just hear the sound of it. Right. That's why I couldn't tell, you know, who it was. Um, I still felt like a real jerk. But this is the difference between, like, a good, decent person (laughs) and, uh, you know, a a fucking asshole. Because you did it by accident. You felt terrible about it. This guy felt entitled and thought that they would people would want to hear somehow and do it. Like, he couldn't comprehend why someone wouldn't want to hear his music. Like, right. even if it was good music, don't assume everyone wants to hear it. I just felt em- I just felt embarrassed that I had uh, <laughs> been playing all of my stuff at full blast, not realizing. 
Yeah. How do you not realize? Yeah, doesn't it sound different? Yeah. In your ears? <laughs> it sounded more, yeah, it sounded more far. I don't, I don't know. You know so why? Because they're, I don't use them that often. Okay. I don't use them that often, I guess. I don't know. It was pretty silly. Um, okay. <laughs> and then another super embarrassing thing. Uh, okay, so on Upworthy Weekly, it uh, it's recently come out. That's my other podcast that I do. It comes out on Saturdays. Um, I've recently talked about the fact that I still have a stuffed animal. Nowadays, they call them stuffies. <laughs> I have this koala. Stuffies. Uh, that I've had since I was six. And my co-host, Todd Perry, who's also been on this show, he also has a stuffed animal that he's had since he has a teddy bear that he's had since he was young. Um, and so we were very open about still having stuffed animals that occasionally are still in our sleep in our beds. And then a lot of people wrote in and they also have them. And so it was this big like, we're not going to be made to feel like freaks anymore. <laughs> so, you know, when I was little, I used to travel with this koala I called it a koala bear and a lot of people because there was a video clip that Upworthy posted and a lot of people wrote in to say, look, it's not a bear lady. And I was like, I know it's not a bear, but colloquially koala bear. But then I looked it up and like, no, they are just koalas now to the point where even Owen said bear and Elliot was like, it's not a bear, Owen, it's a koala. So (laughs) I'm showing my age by saying koala bear. We do. We do not say that. I've yet. You could be canceled for less. So anyway, um, long story short, used to travel with the koala when I was little, and I do I don't anymore. However, when I was going packing for the hospital to have Owen, my mom said, "Are you bringing your koala?" And I was like, "No," because I'm an adult going to the hospital <laughs> to give birth to another human. And uh, she's like, "But don't you think it? You know, it might." bring you some comfort to have something that brings you comfort. And I thought, eh, that's silly. And then I, at the last minute, I was like, whatever, I'm going to bring the bear. And then when <laughs> I was in the hospital, I mean the koala, when I was in the hospital having Owen for the hours that I was like, you know, in labor, I was actually very happy that I had the koala with me because it yeah. did bring me comfort. So then when I was packing for Hawaii, I thought, you know what? What the hell? This is a large away suitcase. Those things are gigantic. I'm going to bring the koala with me. That was that koala sat on my nightstand for most of the trip coming home sat on the nightstand for most of the trip final occasionally made it into the bed fine the last day packing i was like there's more space in my suitcase than i realized but that's because a lot of the kids stuff is now in a duffel bag that had been in my suitcase we're in the car we were we left the hotel 15 we minutes later out. we're headed to the airport oh, 15 no. we were 15 we were, were still making good time 15 minutes later than we wanted to, though. In my head, I'm like, that's because you, Daniel, decided you had to go. And I didn't say this at the time, but you, I was like, why did you have to go to the little store? And then everyone had to go to the store. Why did, you know, we didn't. And then all of a sudden, Daniel. So then I say, I say, oh, no, my bear. But I meant my koala. But oh, no. Anyway, at that point, I really thought to myself, is this This where the, is this This where the road parts? Is it time for me to say goodbye to this stuffed animal? I'm a grown woman. I just started turning the car around. She's having this. I'm like, there's no way. Is it? (laughs) I said, should I call the hotel and see if they can send it to us? Because I knew it was in the room. Um, we ended up going back. I, I ran to the hotel. I said, hi. I just checked out of this room. They made me a new key. I went running. Not running. I speed. I, I speed walked to the room. Got the got the koala. I carried it out the same way that Daniel carries my purse 
like away from his body. <laughs> so everyone, as if it's this, I found that I found this thing of my child, of my child, even though it's clearly <laughs> like what w- has way more years of uh, wear on it than they've been alive. <laughs> and it, we, we, we triumphantly went to the hotel. And when I got back in the car, Daniel apologized to me for the way he uh, treated me on the way back to the hotel because he was very derisive of my relationship <laughs> with the bear. <laughs> I mean, the koala. It was, it was a very ridiculous situation. It was, I'm not, I cannot disagree with that. We forgot my wife's teddy. Bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you have two kids and you got everything else. <laughs> it's like, Oh my God. I know. <laughs> I felt I'm glad silly. you stuck with it and you got your koala back. I felt real dumb. I mean, I felt real, real and dumb. That was that was all I needed. <laughs> I said yeah. when I I, I, need a- I turned to you and I said, mm-hmm. I don't need this right now. I already feel real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, then we were on the way to the airport. Owen was like bear and that's when elliot said it's not a bear oh it's a koala but then owen was holding it and like bumping bonking his head on it and kissing it and i was like oh this is warming my heart it's like passing down from generation i thought maybe he can be owens she can be owens now but then he handed her back to me but still i think a new relationship is forging oh absolutely very sweet that part was sweet but yeah uh from now on i think the bear the koala oh my god old habits die hard the koala (laughs) has to stay home because i just i recommended we put it under glass yeah in a museum of childhood trinkets and just and leave it there yeah the kind of glass that like is sunproof or whatever you know like an an archival glass yeah like like isn't stalin in one of those or lenin Whoa! Oh, are they? Yeah, well, really? in one of those, I think so. I like a tomb, oh. an above but ground body. You can see the body. Still? I believe Tony. Could you Google that? I believe. Whoa! I think it's Lenin. Maybe I think there's like an above oh. ground glass. Do you have to go? Bye, Daniel. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, he was very. You know why? Because he has a stuffed lion and he doesn't. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Bye. He doesn't. Oh, he's still here. We're just going to sit here and watch him. Oh, he doesn't. (laughs) Um, I think because he has a little stuffed lion that he's had since he was a kid, but he doesn't let himself, you know, luxuriate in the relationship with this stuffed lion like I do. And so that's why he is threatened by the relationship that I have with my stuffed lion. Oh, yeah. You think he's a a little like maybe even jealous of maybe I think so because he won't let himself possibly bring my lion. Yeah. Because he's because I have to be an adult, right? That's what he thinks, right? Yeah, you know, like in Mary Poppins, how the dad George Banks, who yeah. worked at a bank or whatever, you know, he can't he can't fly a kite, he can't have fun, he's no. all stuffy, and then he learns to wait. We need to do an intervention on Daniel and teach him how to have fun because he's like, yeah. you know, getting mad at people for listening to country music. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, what if some of our listeners like that kind of music? And he's making jokes about human sacrifice that are not He's making <laughs> indelicate jokes about human sacrifice. He's yelling at me over stuff, not yelling, but making me feel bad over a stuffed animal. What happened to him? He needs to be visited by three ghosts or he needs to have an intervention. Whoa. Let's get him visited by three ghosts. Let's do it. I feel like you 
have a, you know, you've got the inside track on that. Yeah, she just snuck yeah. a plug in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I have a funny feeling. Um, we just need a Ouija board. I won't touch it, but you get a Ouija board and we'll get three ghosts to haunt him into having more fun Let's do and it. living life to the fullest. Yes. Wait, do you, are you afraid of Ouija boards? Yes. You are? I, don't, I won't go near one. Oh, that's so interesting. I th- they're bad news. It's and some people, you know, they're like, but it's Parker Brothers or whatever. I don't. I think, I think spirits and entities don't care, and they're like, hey, we'll come and get you, right. no matter what. Right. Even if it's even if it's via Milton Bradley or whatever. Exactly. Um, huh. That's so interesting. Okay, so. You do so. You're interested in all the paranormal stuff. You yes. play a ghost on a show, right? But you're afraid. But you're afraid of Ouija boards, and this is so fascinating to me. See, I wouldn't. I'm not afraid of Ouija boards, but I do, and I don't really believe in ghosts and things. But okay. I am afraid. But here's the thing: I don't really believe in all that stuff. But I am like very afraid of movies involving the supernatural, and I scare really easily. I okay. speak really easily. So actually, maybe we were kind of similar in that way. I just don't like, like in my in my heart. I don't think I believe in it, but I'm still afraid of it. Or do you think you're like, I don't believe in it because it is like because believing in it is scary to you. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of like, maybe you're like, no, 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 and that comforts you. But in real life, you're like, I mean, maybe. May- well, maybe, because there is a part of me that's like, if I truly don't believe in it, then why does it scare me so much? Right. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Have you had anything weird ever happen to you? Not, no, not not on that order. No. Okay. I mean, the weirdest sort of like. here's this weird like unexplained thing happened to me here we go you're gonna be like this old this old lady ghost sits on my bed every (laughs) night as you you something is okay i'm excited i'm excited it's not it's not it's not on that order but okay um so a friend of mine died about let's see it was like 24 years ago. Okay. And I was, I was very, very sad. I was like intensely grieving this. And um, I wanted to buy a candle. And I don't know what I wanted to do. Like, I, I don't know, light it and like have sort of a ritual and like yeah. say goodbye. And, and so I was at the grocery store and I don't, I wish I could remember more details about it. I should remember. I should. I should try to remember or make some up because it would make this story sing. <laughs> but anyway, I know that I was like I looked down in my basket, and there was a red taper candle in there, and okay. I did not remember putting it in there. And I was like, "Did I put it in there?" And I don't remember. Th- like I can't rule it out. Right. That I was just so deep in grief and deep in thought that I myself had grabbed it and put it in there and forgotten that, but I had no recollection of doing that. And that, and that was like, what the fuck? How did that happen? So that is, that's the one thing where I'm like, that's weird. (laughs) I don't know how that happened. 
take it and light it and like were you like oh maybe this is the one i should light and have my uh I can't remember if I did that or not. I might have. Oh, I hate that I might have just put it back and been like, I don't recall. <laughs> I hope I bought it. I think I, I might have bought too. it. I think I did buy it, but I don't Let's know if say I ever you bought it. it and you lit yeah. it and then had I had a, a real healing, cleansing yes. communion with his spirit. Yeah, that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. happened. So you have had an experience. Yes, I have. I knew it. I Tony, have have you. I feel I've asked you this a bunch. Probably every time we hang out. (laughs) I get a couple of beers in me and everybody. I'm like, tell me your paranormal experiences, (laughs) man. I don't think you have. I can't remember us talking about it. Uh, But this is not going to be exciting because my answer is no. No. Man, no, no, none. That's that's no. That's all there is to it. Okay, nothing. Do you believe in stuff in it? I don't think so. Okay, Uh, and again, it's 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 probably because I haven't witnessed anything, right? Like if if there was something weird that I had experienced, like maybe like I believe people that have told me stories. Like I believe that they believe what they saw okay you know what i mean yeah yeah i I just i tend to go for i think that there's probably some sort of somehow some sort of explanation for what happened at these things but i don't know maybe that's just me being a naysayer but that's just i don't have yeah i don't have any experience with it okay well you let me know as soon as one happens to you (laughs) you text me and let me know i will do what about what about you you know what's wild is i just recently had my first well i the more i've done my podcast a funny feeling check it out the i've had like there have been more and more times of like oh i think a friend who passed away actually visited me in a dream and i wasn't just dreaming about them you know what i'm where it was like oh i think that so little things like that but recently i was back uh, I was in Colorado visiting my sister and her family, and we were skiing up in Summit County where I grew up, and we rented a condo in Keystone. And it was a cute, teeny tiny condo, um, but just really great and nice. And uh, her two kids went to sleep, and so me, my brother-in-law, and her, we were like hanging out, and we started hearing this like hum Hum, like it sounded kind of like a fridge when a fridge kicks on, mm-hmm. but it was like a little louder. And like at one point, I was I like opened the the deck door to be like, is that a, a truck or something? It just sounded a little weird, and it would come on and it would go off, come on and go off. And my sister's like, I'm not gonna be able to fucking sleep with this, but <laughs> it was like, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. So we adults decide to go to bed. And um, there was one bathroom where you have to walk through the living room and the kitchen to go to. And I had kind of like made it be like, that's my bathroom. I'm, I'm going to stay away from where the kids are hanging out. <laughs> like, that's my bathroom to destroy. And, <laughs> um, and so I, Nate and Katie, my, my brother-in-law and sister, um, they were in their room getting ready and I went, I was sleeping, I was sharing the room with my nieces and I was like sneaking in to grab my pajamas and I heard that fan thing go off 
And then immediately after it, I heard a big, <sighs> and I was like, oh, that must be Nate, my brother-in-law, because it sounded so human. And I was like, okay, oh, I guess maybe he's like getting water or something. And so as I'm like walking out of the room with my stuff, I hear the hum again, and then I hear another, <sighs> and I'm like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna see Nate, because it sounds like there's a human man breathing in here, and I enter, nobody's there. Oh, that is creepy. And I start freaking out. I'm just like, oh my God. And like, my body started reacting in a way that I've never had it react. Like, I started like shaking and like, oh my God, oh my God, it's happening. Something's happening to me. I hear another, huh? And I like, from coming from a corner, and then I hear a, huh? like a suck up and I'm just like oh shit and I'm like freaking out but like and I didn't have my phone because I was like I should try to record it but I was so scared so I ran back to the bathroom uh, and like it was just brushing my teeth like shaking and being like I think it happened I think there's a ghost I don't know what to do that I like ran back to my the room that I was sharing with my nieces just being like I better not hear better and uh and I had a really hard time falling asleep because my nieces also have to sleep with the door open. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and so the whole time I was like, I'm going to see a, a big old shadow man just crossing the hall. It freaked me out. And I, th- yeah, I think it was a, a, the way my body reacted made me think this is something paranormal. Because it was like every hair, like what you yeah. hear when people are like, Every hair stood up on like I started trembling like I was tr- I was shaking. That is it was scary. Wild. Yeah, it was spooky. That's scary. Yeah, that's so interesting that that's your first experience with it. When, but you've been interested in it in so long, <laughs> right? What made been, you take an interest? So I think I don't because I've been so into it ever since I can remember, and there's like. Marcy, who I host with, we always joke that, like, because we are both brought up Catholic, and mm. Catholicism is very, like, they're straight up the Holy Ghost, and it's yeah. very, like, demons and these things that will come for you, and so we're like, maybe that's a part of it, but my my family has always been into, like, um ghost stories and Halloween and spooky stuff. And so I think it was just kind of a blend of everything. And yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's so fun. Did you sleep at all that night? I did. I had to, I put, I put my headphones in and I had to, I watched a bunch of Dumb and Dumber to like chill me out. (laughs) Like this movie will chill me out. And I was, I was so, I was freaking out so much, but then, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Tony, did you find? I think it's Lenin's mausoleum. Is yeah, what I was thinking of. Oh, about that. Yeah, is it like his bot? Like his body's mummified and just. Yeah, it said his his preserved body has been on public display there since shortly after his death in 1924, uh, with rare exceptions in wartime. But is it visible? Am I right that it's like in glass? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, because there's. Yuck. Are there pictures? There's one picture, but it's not like super up close or anything. It almost just looks like he's like laying in a bed or something. Almost. Whoa! It's uh... do, they, do you think they like go in like once a month or something and like 
clean brush them teeth. up. <laughs> yeah, brush his teeth and like fix patches of like skin. Like like in um uh shit, what's that great movie? Death Becomes Her. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. I think it's in it's enclosed. I think like it's done. I think okay. so. That's my sense. Ew, wow. I know. Yuck. Did you guys watch have you seen The Great? Did you watch that on Hulu? Yes. Yes. Like isn't like the her mom in some glass case? I think his mom. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just so I had never seen Freaks and Geeks. Did you guys watch that? Mm-hmm. I've never watched it. I never, did you watch it? I watched the pilot on um the plane, not the pilot of the plane. I watched the pilot of <laughs> Freaks and Geeks on the plane on the way back, and it was so good. I mean, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, I just of course I've heard about it right. all these years, but I just for some reason was kind of expecting because I feel like oftentimes the pilot of a show is like so so and it takes a few episodes to get into it but the pilot but i also feel like on a plane your perspective is uh i no i think it was really i think it was as good as i thought it was i was yeah. so gripped by it had so much heart and i was like i cannot wait to watch all the other episodes it was so good that's so fun yeah it was Ooh, so good. maybe i'll check it out yeah i started watching buffy the vampire slayer oh i never watched all of that I never, I never did, and then it was like the more I hear about, I'm like, I think I would really love this, and I do. It rules. I it's so, remember it's like liking it. Yeah, the what I perfect, saw she, like it's truly so great. Of where she's like, ah, oh, I wish I could go to the dance, but I have to stop like the evil master of hell from coming up through the hell mouth, and it's just, it's so good. Tony, did you watch Buffy? No, I, I, I wanted to, I can't even remember if I ever even tried. I remember watching the movie, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I saw the movie, but I never, never watched the show. I don't think, I don't think I ever saw any of it. It's fun. If you're looking for something just like pure fun and like, and this is no surprise, but it's really cool. Like Sarah Michelle Geller is so good. What is she She's doing so now? good. Yeah, it's been a long time since yeah. you've seen her, is it? hasn't it? It has been. Should we call her? Let's call yeah, her. Let's, call her up. <laughs> let's get her on the show. Um, listen, I want to tell you guys about FrameBridge. Uh, they are amazing. They frame your photos, your art, your whatnot. Um, I actually, I believe this uh, thing that I'm again. You you can almost see this on Patreon, but I this uh, show logo of mine. I believe FrameBridge paint uh, framed that one. I have a lot of things here that were framed by FrameBridge, and I have new things that I'm going to ask FrameBridge to frame. Um, they make it super easy and affordable to frame your favorite things, from art prints and posters to the travel. F- Photos sitting on your phone with Mother's Day around the corner. Framebridge also makes the perfect gift. In fact, select gifts ship next day. So here's how you do it. You go to framebridge.com and upload your photo or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. Preview your item online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. The experts at Framebridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door ready to hang. Instead 
instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store, their pricing starts at $39 and all shipping is free. Plus, my listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use my code BESTFRIEND. Order online at framebridge.com or stop by a Framebridge store. Ooh, I don't think they had actual stores last time I was talking about them. To work with a designer in person if you're in New York, D.C., Atlanta, Philly, Boston, or Chicago. Um, Again, I love Framebridge. So the one I'm pointing out doesn't have um, special mat around it, but we also have some photos. I got to get for. I got to bring them in next time. Um, photos that uh, we got framed by Framebridge of um, me right when Elliot was born, and those have like the beautiful mat around them. So you can they have and they have the like a great selection of frames, and it's just a really great. Um, easy, nice service that it makes a really great gift as well. Uh, get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code BESTFRIEND to save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code BESTFRIEND, framebridge.com, promo code BESTFRIEND. I also want to talk to you guys about better help. People don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding, and even digestive issues can be indicators of stress. And let's not forget about doom scrolling I was just talking about when I can't sleep <laughs> scrolling my phone sleeping too late sleeping too much under eating and overeating um, stress shows up in all kinds of ways and in a world that's telling you to do more sleep less and grind all the time here's your reminder take care of yourself do less and maybe try some therapy for me stress shows up as I think insomnia oftentimes uh, and this snack insomnia snacking ruminating headaches I, I grinding my teeth I stress in all sorts of ways uh, better help is customized online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat session, sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to it's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your stress this podcast is sponsored by better help and ARIYNBF listeners Get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash best friend. That's betterhelp, B E T T E R H E L P.com slash best friend. And then, real fast, I want to tell you guys um, about so, Known Wells, who some of you may know, he hosts a podcast uh, called You, Me, and Empathy. So, and I've been a guest on You, Me, and Empathy. Uh, he has put out this journal. It's called Dear Childhood Me, and it's a heart led invitation to give your inner child the love, empathy, and nourishment they and you deserve. It's filled with little love notes to your inner child that serve as both affirmations of your worthiness as well as inspiration for writing so that you may, with joy and curiosity, reflect on who you are today in the context of who you were as a child. Um, It's created by Known Wells of the You, Me, and Empathy podcast, which I just mentioned, and the Feely Human Collective. Uh, And It's only available until May 4th. So order between now and May 4th, and you'll get a bonus download of inner child prompts, a personalized letter from known and you get your hands on the dear childhood me journals before they go away so just go to dearchildhoodme.com to order yours today um he's a very cool guy and i think these journals are really cool okay so (laughs) (laughs) i love the collection of okays all right we're back i think we should do some just mere everyone's great but first but first, let's say hello and welcome to the new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there who signed up to be new patrons. Patreon.com. 
All right. Hello and welcome to Caprice Helm, who increased her annual pledge, and she's now at the texting level. Hello and welcome to Joey Wynn. Or Nguyen. Hello and welcome to someone who just goes by the single letter K. Hello and welcome to Jess, to Amy, to Hillary Neiman, who's at the texting level, to Gary Blissard, who signed up for an annual subscription, and to Monica Favre, who signed up for the, uh, te- who's at the texting level. And by the way, if you guys are at the texting level and you're not yet texting and you need that number, just shoot me, uh, a, a message on Patreon. You should be able to direct message me there on Patreon and uh, ask me for the number. Although if you're at the level, it should have unlocked posts for you, which have the the number. Okay, great. Uh, Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Sign up for an annual subscription. Snapchat. And enjoy Snapchat. All right. Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought of. All right. This is where people write in with things they think or do, and they wonder, is it just me or is it everyone? And we weigh in and we say, if we also do these things, and if you would like to send your just me or everyone's in, tweet them to at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. That stands for Allison Rosen's new best friend. Use the hashtag J-M-O-E for just me or everyone. Okay. Scott Cole says, have arguments with Google Maps out loud when disagreeing with suggested route. Um, <laughs> I don't because I have a terrible sense of direction. So I just, I use Waze and I just trust whatever they say. Although occasionally it'll tell me to take a left Dude. in a place. Yeah. Where I'm like, actually, yeah. I don't have an argument, but I go, eh, no way. So I yeah. guess I do do this. I absolutely do. And it's exactly that. Like yeah. all of those un, um, what's metered. that word? Meet, uh, like the unme- unmetered, right? Unsignaled. Or like, yeah, like, you know, just a, a hard left yeah. turn where it's like, yeah, no shit that would like save me five minutes, but it's impossible. Right. Cause it's impossible to make left turns. Yes. I will, I will spend the extra time in traffic to not feel like I might die. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That exactly. seems to be like a way a ways thing in particular, mm-hmm. because I always use Google Maps and it doesn't really ever do that to. Of course, I've barely, <laughs> I've barely been out of Glendale for two years now. But, <laughs> right, uh, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I feel like that would happen when I did use Waze. That happened a lot, but so I don't does, seem to have that issue with Google Maps. Does Google Maps give you the turn by turn and say it out loud and stuff as well? Does it? Mm-hmm. Is it just it like Waze? Can, yeah, yeah. Huh. I turn off the sound, but uh, Me too. but yeah, you can have it on. Uh, maybe I should try it. You can make them sound like they're Australian or English or that's fun. Yeah, Waze had Cookie Monster for a little while. <laughs> right, and, uh, my kids liked that. I bet they're like turn left. Like yeah. that's so fun. And they'd be like, "Ooh, you want cookie?" Um, <laughs> oh, oh, this one's mine. That's funny that I selected that. I guess I have, uh, I have <laughs> um, so access. Yes. Okay. Constantly worried I will somehow take my dog's heart medication. Yes. I her her bottle of pills is in the kitchen, and all my pills that I take are in my bedroom. Uh-huh. And somehow I don't even know how it would happen that I would somehow take her heart medication. But I'm just worried that somehow I will. Oh man! I don't know if I think in the middle of the night I'm going to be 
compelled to, I don't know how it's going to happen, but what? I'm just concerned that I will somehow be taking her heart medication. That is so funny and strange. I know. Thank you. Because <laughs> also, is it, a, it's, is it like a chewy thing or no, it's a No, it's a pill. pill. Okay. Yeah. I guess I get, but then it's the question is would I swallow it or would I put it in a pill pocket and chew it? <laughs> put in a bunch of like peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. No, I envision putting it on the back, you know, in my mouth and yeah. drinking it, you know, swallowing it like a human would take a pill. That's part of the problem. I think that's just you. <laughs> I think you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't say I've had that concern. Although I, I do, uh, I often will go to take any pills that I take and then go, wait, did I take this already? Yes. yes, I've, yes. I've, I do that for I do sure. that probably daily. Yes. yes. Yeah. And I always feel like I've either taken no allergy pills or like five. Yeah. Either right. taken it five times or none. Yeah. And do you have those daily pill things and do they help you? Because I find I that they, one, no. yeah. I guess the thing is, the answer is not to be taking your pills when you're half awake. Yeah. You got it's, it's, you to be like conscious when you're doing it. Right, right. But it's hard with, with those sort of daily things. It's hard to not kind of be on autopilot. Right. Yeah, and all that, like, maybe that would help though, maybe. I'll maybe try because there are two pills that I have to take. Uh, one, like pretty much right when I wake up. And then one always around like my first food. Uh-huh. But sometimes like I'll just kind of mix it up and I get so worried that like my heart's going to stop. Even though both like they have nothing to do. But like or I'll just get confused and be like, wait, did I take them both? And it's like, I think, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah. Maybe I, I should get one of those pill thingies. Yeah. What? So I have, I take a thyroid pill and me too you do okay yeah yeah so that's the one i take that one should i give you guys some alone time to talk about (laughs) yeah get out of here unless you have a messed up thyroid you can't (laughs) listen out of here (laughs) so i wake up a lot i don't sleep well so i wake up a lot in the night and because Uh you can't caffeine gets in the way of absorption um i take it at like four in the morning if I wake up around then or I take it in right. the middle of the night, essentially. Okay. So that one I put on my dresser and then like the pill I take a basic, what I'm uh, long story short, I put pills in like containers in different locations in my yes. room. And that has helped me to not confuse things because it's like location based now. Yes. Okay. And so when you're out of bed, you're like, I absolutely took that pill. Because I check the little container. Yes, exactly. Right. Okay, okay. Versus That's like having good. them all in one location where it could just get to be mayhem. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I okay. suggest a different, like, this is the spot that this pill goes. And like, yes. this is the spot that this pill goes. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's my recommendation. That's good. That's good. Okay. Um, let's see here. Oh, this one's also from me. Hmm, curious. <laughs> at any time, I am at least 10% concerned I might have a parasite. Yeah, I Whoa. I don't think about it a lot, but I feel like I'm more convinced than the average person that like, what if I've picked up a parasite? Anyone else? And I, I don't, I don't, I've not 
had experience with it. I don't think I run the risk of it. I don't think it's happening. I don't know why. I just feel like, you know, some people are worried that they have cancer often. Uh I'm worried that I have a parasite, that I picked up a parasite. I don't, I worry about, yeah, like other things of, of heart attack, Mm -hmm. um, cancer. Yeah. I worry more about that. Never parasite. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm more on the Betsy train here. Yeah. You guys are, you guys are, you guys go for the big ticket items. I go for the slow, the, but, but which is worse? Sudden death or like a worm crawling out of your butt. Oh, gross. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I what would I'm go saying. so far as to say I've literally never even had that thought of really? a parasite. Yeah. Imagine a world in which you're not concerned with insects crawling out of your butt. I would. Okay, uh, let me try. Okay, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, what bliss, Tony. What bliss. Oh, <laughs> nasty. I, when I was little, I was so scared of ticks. Yes. getting Lyme disease from ticks. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a thing in Colorado? See, where where I grew up, it was too high for ticks to live. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know why. But I feel like I saw some show or something and was just like, well, that's it. That's yeah. how I go. Is a <laughs> tick and I get Lyme disease. Like, I was so scared of that and getting poisoned. Mm. And I'm still kind of working on the poison thing. But (laughs) since I was a little kid, I think because my dad loves mysteries and we would go and watch and read a lot of mysteries. And a lot of times it was just like they were poisoned to death. And I think that just got into me where I was like, I I am so scared of getting poisoned to death to where there were many Halloweens where I wouldn't eat my candy. Mm. And my, my parents and family were like, we'll check it. We'll make sure they were having a ball. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> now, are you afraid <clears throat> of some random nefarious person poisoning you or someone who means Ooh. you harm or an accidental I think kind of any, any of it. Okay. Like that idea of like, ooh, just like, the water is po- like mm. kind of just that idea of poisoning is so scary to me. Yeah. Oh, especially because like I love I love food and stuff so much. It's like that would suck to eat something and then die. Yeah. Because there's poison. Come on. <laughs> it is crazy how those things from our childhood take such hold stay with us and have have such a firm grip on us like Elliot has been asking I've now overheard him ask two or three times what happens if you crack your head open whoa what happens Uh and I said to Daniel okay what's with Elliot and the head and his fear of your head cracking open and he said that he thinks that his mom, who was just visiting, made a comment. And I actually think I might have heard her say, like, oh. got to be careful about something or other because you don't want to crack your head open, which is like a thing that adults say, you know, got to be right. careful because you don't want to fall and crack your head open. Um, It's like, a, you know, got to be careful. You don't want to shoot your eye out or what? It's just like a, right. a warning, you know, but it like really I need to sit down with him and talk about this. He also... When we were at dinner in Hawaii, they gave us a basket of rolls, and he said, "Did are did these used to be animals?" 
And I said, what do you mean? And he said, you know, like how some food used to be an animal, but now it's dead and we eat it. And I said, no, no, honey, this is just bread. But this is the first time he has said anything where it's become clear to me that he now understands what where what meat is and where it he didn't say it that right. clearly there was like a few more sort of five-year-old things in there like a an animal was like a lump of something and um but i need to talk to him about that too because i know that there's been some discussions that feel hard and sad so mm-hmm. i have maybe delayed having them because i feel like if he's not asking then right. i don't want to sit down and explain that chicken nuggets are the same as the chickens that, you you know, if he's not asking, I don't want to make him have to think about it. Right. But also, if I'm not having that discussion with him, then he's learning about chicken nuggets on the street. You know, I don't know where he's right. learning about it. And what if it's being explained to him in a way that's not with the same like sensitivity that I would. Oh, it yeah. is hard. I can't imagine being a parent. It sounds so hard. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, like it times it, tr- it is. Where it, exactly stuff like that where it's like how do you talk to your kid about like death or yeah, you yeah. don't want to bring it up and be like, "Listen to me." You like but you also don't then want them uh to hear about it in a way that really messes them up or right. whatever. Right. Whoa. Yeah. Well, especially with because Elliot is is very sensitive. Like I yeah. I mean, like me. So he kind of feels everything and but in a way it's good because he does talk about everything. So I don't think he holds things in too much, but Right. Uh, but I'm just I'm just worried in the same way you have this fear of poisoning, he's developing this fear of cracking his head open. And right. About how rare that really is. Right. My, um, one of my nieces, she is now six, uh, and she will still bring up one of my friends. She doesn't know my friend's name or anything, but, uh, she's always like, what? So how is your friend, you know, the one who eats salad with her hands? Because... (laughs) Years and years ago, they visited L.A. and we went to lunch with my friend Tony. Tony, you know Tony. Mm-hmm, I do. And she likes to eat salad with her hands. <laughs> I did not and know this. that blew my nieces away to where when I was visiting just a couple weeks ago, um, uh, they brought her up. <laughs> that is and they're just like, so... How's your friend who eats salad with her hands? And I was like, How, why do you why do you remember that one? That is amazing because at that age, like anything like that, it's the first time they've ever seen. They didn't even know it was an option, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. That is so funny. That is so cute. Um, let's see what other just mirror everyone's we have. Okay. Um, Sell the team, Bob says. If someone has a nickname, is their official name on their birth certificate? I judge their parents pretty hard. Example: Joe instead of Joseph. Ooh, this oh. is this is, this feels like an insult. I know. Wait, Betsy, oh. are you an Elizabeth? Yeah. Okay, but so you just eked by, but Tony. Just, 
Tony. Yep. Tony, you're just you're a Tony. I'm just Tony. Yeah. Yeah. And my my and Tony to other Tony is just Tony. Oh really? I, I yeah. didn't know that either. I'm learning so much about Tony today. I know, huh? Salvatore. <laughs> I'll tell you, Bob. Bob. <laughs> you feel attacked. <laughs> We my, feel attacked, Tony. I mean, yeah. Tony. What am I saying? Selvatine. We we feel attacked, Selvatine Bob, Selvatine <laughs> Robert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, awesome. yeah. My parents named me Elizabeth, but then immediately I was Betsy. Mm. Like, and See, so it always felt very weird to go to class and stuff and be like Elizabeth. I'm like, no, that's not me at all yeah and i know that's like very common to do that but like why like why not just name the name you're gonna go like it's it's all like too when people go by their middle name it's like well why why is that not your first name i always thought that's really cool though because to me it's like you have this secret extra thing with you like at any time you can whip out this other identity you can revert to another identity (laughs) i've always kind of Wished I had something like did that. Did you ever did you ever do that where you're like, okay, summer's over, I'm going back to school, I'm gonna be a new person. I decided that my name was gonna be so my middle name is Michelle. So yeah. I decided for a little while in high school, but I don't think it I I'll tell you the extent of it. I decided <laughs> I my name is gonna be Allie Michelle. Okay. And <laughs> do you remember the store Koala Blue, perchance? No. It was Olivia Newton-John's clothing boutique. (laughs) (laughs) What? Lots of koala in this episode. Yes, it really is a koala-filled episode. Koala Blue was Olivia Newton-John's When I shopped there, I don't think I knew that it was owned by Olivia Newton-John. Right. Um, But they had some cute stuff. This was around the time that I also shopped at Yes, and a oh, spree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so anyway, uh, I signed the mailing list, Ali Michelle. So I would receive postcards <laughs> yes. and, you know, mail from Koala Blue addressed to Ali Michelle. Yes. That's the extent of whoever thought I was Ali Michelle. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I wanted you, to be Ali Michelle. Did you go to school? Like, did you tell your friends, like, hey, I want to be Ali Michelle? Or not? I don't even think. I think it was over yeah. the summer that I decided okay. to be Ali Michelle. I don't think I ever. I don't think there was ever a, a like. I don't think there was ever the debut of Ali Michelle. I think it really was just a koala blue thing until right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I think yeah. I mentioned it, I mentioned it on the show before. Um, I think I told my mom, but I even think I think the woman who addressed the like postcard about the sale at Koala Blue to Ali Michelle even wrote like he he or like put a smiley face on it <laughs> so I think even she was aware that like I'm Ali Michelle now and it's new that's I think I, so funny <laughs> how would she know I think I told her oh okay I don't know I think but I she was like hung on to this information by the time she sent this thing out she was a great saleswoman I guess I don't know <laughs> I don't know, but I swear there was like something indicating that she knew this was not really what I was called. Um, I'm trying to think, but I also, this wasn't a name thing, but when I left, so I went to a private kindergarten through eighth and then I went to public high school and I know, I feel like this might've come up on our episode. I know that at that point I was like, I'm leaving that 
quiet, nerdy, nice girl behind and I'm going to be different now. And I wanted yeah. to be a different kind of person. I wanted yeah. to be like, I'd rather be thought of as bitchy than quiet and nice. <laughs> but yeah, I, like, it didn't so work. Funny. It didn't work yeah, though, but I, con- I think I even wrote it in my diary. Like I just wanted to be a totally different person. Right. It's, oh, it's weird being a teen. It's hard. It sucks, man. <laughs> On um my episode, my Monday episode of my show with Carly Weisel, who's the theme park journalist, um, Patreon people wrote in with questions, and one of them was uh this woman Veronica said she's she's a teacher and she's going to Magic Mountain with sixty eighth graders. She's a chaperone. Okay, you're having the same reaction that we had. We were both like, oh, my God, that's too many eighth graders. That's too many eighth right? graders. That seems like an insane number of eighth graders. Oh, God. Okay, that is – Tony's having a calm reaction. But I – both Carly and I were like, that is just in – that's just too – I mean, I'm Ugh. sure there's other adults there, but – and I was like, is it the pandemic? And she was saying she's just terrified of young people. <laughs> right. And I was saying that whenever I walk by a group of teenagers, if they're laughing, I feel very frightened. Oh, yeah. I'm or embarrassed. Always, I'm always yeah. very scared of teens. <laughs> they're they're, like, they're horrifying. They're going to make fun of me. Yes. <laughs> and probably. Uh, but also they're insecure. And I got to remember that. Like, they're insecure teens. But Yes, it's like spiders. Like, they're just as afraid of us as we are of them. Yes. Yes. Look, I know some young people listen to my show and I love them. I'm I'm just I'm razzing you guys. You say the word razz, <laughs> right? Razz is a cool yeah, term. Yeah, you say you razz people all the time, right? You eighth graders. <laughs> hey, what hey young people, what is your term for making fun of someone else? What's a tight term for that? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we were we're we've been uh, seeking a young person czar, a young person to be the person that we ask our questions of young people. And Good. there's now a few people have written in. In con- so there now there's now a competition for young person czar. I think Whoa. we should have a young person council. I'm just going to put them on a group email. Okay. And then we can have a council of young people that we turn to. I hope they're on board with this. They'll be fine. They're they're finding out about it right now on the show. <laughs> so yeah, um, and then they can all discuss. And yeah, like, we've come so, to the conclusion, right, that we do not say raz. I don't think they say raz. <laughs> I don't, I don't, think I don't say even raz. say raz. I don't either. I no. feel like old old men say that. Like, yeah. I'm just razzing you. Some so people say here, take creepy. the piss, and I also don't like that. I've never heard that, and I don't like that. That's that, super. That's a super British thing. Yeah, and so people who say it, I'm like, you're tr- you're trying to sound British, and I don't like that. Take the piss. Oh, I'm just yeah. Take the piss. Like, okay, you listen to Oasis. I get it. Back, uh, you know, 15 yes. years ago. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. What do you, Tony? You're you're hip. <laughs> Am I? I don't know. What do you <laughs> say for making fun? I, just just joshing. <laughs> I, I will say that sometimes just like sarcastically uh yeah i think honestly i do say that sarcastically because usually that would be the scenario uh or it, i think i just say making fun of yeah making fun of yeah. i think yeah i'm just making fun of you giving you sh- just giving you shit yeah, yeah. Like giving you a hard time or, yeah yeah, yeah. that all I'm works messing with you yeah I'm messing with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or messing around. Yeah. Yeah. 
Just goofing. <laughs> just goofing. <laughs> just goofing. That's good. Just goofing's good. Just goofing. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> I think we nailed it. Really I think we did it. You guys, this has been really fun. This has been wonderful. St- full disclosure, before the show started, I so there's been a little bit of schedule shift. There were some crazy emails from me saying, hey, can you guys do this time? Can you guys do this time? Everyone was super accommodating. And then before it started, I said, I am not mentally all here. And so please feel free to jump in with any stories because I feel like I'm just not all here. And everyone was super great. So thank you. You you were all here. You did it. Thank you. I just felt like I wasn't going to be. Yeah. Isn't that nice when you're like, I feel weird, but then you're like, oh, no, everything's all right. Yes. That is nice. It is nice. Yes. It is nice. Yeah. Yeah. You killed it. Thank and Tony, you. Being sick, you killed it. <laughs> you're you're ready. <laughs> oh no! Oh Literally. no! Oh no! He's done for. <laughs> that was uh, poorly timed. That seemed like a bit, but that was not a bit. <laughs> yeah. um, I think we can announce the big thing, big huge thing we've been working on, Tony. Now that I'm thinking about the timing of this, yes. so what no one knows is secretly Tony and I have been working on a big thing. I'm, it's gonna pale in comparison to the to the big thing we've been working on. But for the next two weeks, we are doing a special thing that we're calling Allison Rose's your new best friend, Tony's picks. Play something. Tony Thaxton. <laughs> yes. And Tony is booking the Thursday shows. So Tony. two weeks of Tony's picks. I don't even know who the guests are going to be except that it, there was a leak. So I do know. <laughs> I know some of them. There was a leak. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> there was a deep you throat. Know all but one. <laughs> well, of the four, uh, of the four, I know, I know 75% of the guests. Is yes. the fourth even booked yet? Yes, it oh, is. Oh, okay. <gasps> yes. Ooh, that's yeah. exciting. <laughs> you make this out to be such a big deal that it's like, for two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ruin my show. No, I, just, I just think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be smart. I'm handing over the reins for two episodes. It could be a total disaster for just two episodes. <laughs> I mean, if it, if it goes well, who knows? Maybe we'll do it again sometime. <laughs> I'm really excited. And oh, even there's even a, a I'm excited about the promo video. Oh yeah. Oh. I'll, I'll I'll I realize that I have not uh, given you the finished product on that, but uh But I, I saw I a a rough draft of it yeah. and it was very well. Tony did an amazing job on the rough draft. Uh and I I received it while we were in Hawaii. And Owen wanted to, Elliot liked it too, but uh, so it made a three-year-old laugh over and over and over. He, he'd watch it and he would laugh out loud and then he would go again. Oh. And, then he would, and I don't know. Demo. Yeah. I feel like if you can make a three-year-old giggle, so I feel like some people would go, it's not hard to make a three-year-old giggle and maybe not. I don't know. But I feel like you are like, you're on the third rail my my references are all over the place, but I feel like you're like really touching true hilarity if you can make a three year old giggle over and over and over and over and over. I mean, yes. that's what I'm going for, and that's yeah. why I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I've booked uh, 
Elmo. Barney. <laughs> you oh booked Elmo, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the biggest booking. <laughs> that, that would be amazing. Be yeah, so I'm very excited about that. Anything could happen. <laughs> it's going to be wild. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, Betsy, tell everyone uh, where they can find you and what to uh all your plug your things all the things uh you can find me on instagram at betsy sadaro and then i have two podcasts a funny feeling on head gum uh and anywhere you get your your podcast and that's the paranormal one with my friend marcy jaro and then one on patreon called we love trash and that's uh me and my friend mono agapian where we just um celebrate all the trashy stuff in life. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm just kind of, um, I pop up on some episodes of Ghosts, and uh, I'm on a show called Duncanville, which is all on Hulu right now, and a new season's coming out in May, so check it out. Hooray. Yeah. Um, so you're, are you, were you on Twitter and you're not anymore? Or are you sometimes? I was, I was on Twitter um. Uh. But now I'm no longer okay on Twitter. Because I always yeah. tag I always tag you, but I'm like I feel like this is not really her. It and my t- the Twitter handle that I ha- had was Birdie So Dirty. Oh, so not Betsy Sodaro. And I think um yeah. So it's really like, I've not- tagged you. I'm like <laughs> it's really not you that I'm tagging. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know who it is. Well, whoever they are, whoever they I are, hope they enjoy it. Yeah, I hope you're having so much fun. <laughs> um, and I meant to tell everyone, uh, if you like what you're hearing, please make sure you're subscribed and leave us some uh, reviews, won't you please? Because I, I read them on the show and they help out the show and tell your friends. Blah, 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 blah. Tony, what about you? Uh, I am on Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. And uh, if you live in L.A., uh, I'm going to be playing with Don't Stop or We'll Die and Townland uh, in North Hollywood on May 3rd at the Federal. Uh, so come on out to that. I'll be playing with both bands that night. And uh, also I played drums on uh, a new single that just came out by uh, the band Joyce Manor on Epitaph. Um, and nice. I played on their whole record that's coming out in June, but the new single is out now. It's called Gotta Let It Go. And all nice. that's wherever you stream stuff. Yeah. Excellent. And um, and I forgot to mention, I have a newsletter now. So if you want to hear my um, thoughts, and boy, are there so many of them, <laughs> delivered to your inbox, alisonrosen.substack.com uh, is where you go. It's free to sign up. Um, you guys, thank you so much. Um, this was super fun. It was great to see everyone. I'm glad yeah. to be back. Um, listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen.